0: This is Today's Business Leaders, actionable advice from real-world professionals. And now, here's your host, Gabe Arnold. Hey, buddy. We're back with Lisa again uh, to talk about some time management skills and strategies and techniques and dumb things I have done in the past with my time management. Um, But actually, uh, today, we're talking about something that's really that I enjoy a lot, that I I spend a lot of time on like throughout the course of the year. I will sit down and reprioritize what I have going on. Um, but I think Lisa has some some better skills than and, and approaches than just writing things down like I do. Um, so how do we how do we do that, Lisa? How do we take? I always the way I am. Everything is top priority <laughs> is the way I start. But in reality, that may not be the way life works. So how do we go from that, or just not knowing what to do, or you know, how do we? Actually, do real prioritization of what we have going on.
1: Well, and I, I think it, um, if we take it the bigger picture, it's one, what you're saying, you know, how do I reprioritize when I think everything's top priority?
0: Mm-hmm. But then it's
1: also that second piece of how do I stick to that, whatever I've chosen yeah. throughout the day? Because um, it's so easy to say, oh my gosh, yeah, I have to put out that fire and, oh, that's urgent. And then you get to the end of the day and you're like, oh, well, I don't know what I got done today because my. I listed my priorities, but I did all this other stuff. Yeah. Um, So the first thing I suggest is we're gonna go back to that acronym that we used a couple episodes ago, uh, AWE, Awareness, Work and Evaluation. And so the awareness piece is exactly what you're saying. What are my priorities? And when it comes to choosing them, um, maybe they are all a top priority because maybe you've done such a great job with your, um, your goals and your vision and your tasks that everything lines up and they are all a top priority. That's and true. if that's the that's case, true. which it very well could be, yeah. um, you know, if that's the case, then in, you're then choosing by time. Okay. Um, when you're, when you're deciding what's, what's top priority, you're just choosing based on time, um, either, um, t- deadline time Okay. or, um, time invested versus payout. So I can do 10 minutes. Um, and I just did that with my email uh, today. I went through and I sent stuff to my VA. It was, was like, please answer this. Please do this. Please, you know, and I was like, okay, 10 minutes in my inbox. And I got rid of like 20 tasks. Yeah. And many of them probably only took five minutes or less, but doesn't matter because it mm-hmm. took 10 minutes to get rid of 20 tasks. I'm good.
0: Well, worth um, it. Yeah, so that makes two, sense.
1: Yeah. So for those of you who aren't exactly where Gabe, um, I'm assuming where Gabe is, where um, not everything is a top priority because your stuff isn't quite as aligned with your task and your goals. that's what you need to do. And I would advise you go back to one of our previous episodes where we talked, the very first one, we talked about the 168 exercise. And we talked about making sure you're clear on your goals and then you look at your tasks and make sure they actually line up. Um, so when you're in that place where they all do awesome, you're choosing on deadlines or time invested versus time gained. The other thing to do on the awareness piece is start to figure out what is a real fire in your life. When you are putting out fires all day, you really aren't. Yeah. You're not. Um, So one of the things that I share with clients is to say, uh, is this my fire? and then emphasize different words. Is this my fire, yours or someone else's? Yeah. And then is this my fire, is it really a fire? Mm -hmm. In my opinion, real fires fall in two categories, extreme loss of money or health and safety.
0: I would agree, yeah. (laughs) That's it,
1: (laughs) that's it. Um, So one of my clients uh, is a, he, um, overseas production of a big seafood manufacturing plant. And he would say, I felt I was putting out fires all day long, all day long, all day long. And I'd be like, I go, what were you doing? Well, this salesman came in and he needed to know if I could get a box (laughs) this size by this size. And I was like, I was a fire. (laughs) Well, you know, and what it came down to was he was struggling to determine the difference between a fire and something that's unexpected which I think happens to all of us, you know, and I said to him, I was like, look, your biggest account is Walmart. Mm-hmm. If you lose Walmart, you lose a bazillion, zillion dollars. Yeah. Therefore, <laughs> when they call you jump. Right. Whatever they need. I said, you know, the other piece is if all of a sudden shellfish gets into something that shellfish isn't supposed to get into and you cross contaminate food, that's a huge safety and health issue. That's a fire.
0: Right. Right.
1: A salesman coming in saying, hey, I need to know a price on a box, not a fire.
0: An and, interruption. So, you
1: know, <laughs> yeah. and I like to use that example because it seems so cut and dried. Mm-hmm. Because It's not any of us. <laughs> so it's sure. like, oh, obviously that would be his fires. Um, but you want to start to determine yours. So when we go through awareness, work and evaluation, your awareness phase is what are my priorities? And what's a real fire. Yeah. Then the work phase, that's our structure phase. And so then that's when you start to determine how do I make sure that I keep my eye on the prize? Because it is unrealistic to think you can set your priorities and accomplish them with no pushback from anywhere in the universe. Like, it's just not going to happen. Yeah, so then sure. that's your time <laughs> to say, okay, now what? How do mm-hmm. I make sure I do this? And so you need to have your, um, whatever your um, structure is. Maybe it's a post-it note that lists your three top priorities for the day somewhere that right in front of you. That way, when someone comes in and distracts you or something happens that you choose to to do instead of your priority, when you come back, boom, it's right there. You know, this is really good for people in forward facing, um, roles Mm -hmm. when the public is your customer. You don't get to say, Oh no, I've identified that my priority is filling out the spreadsheet. (laughs) You know, you're like, Oh, hi customer. Thanks for coming. Um, you know, and so you need to be able to say, okay, wait a minute. Now they're gone how do I go back
0: to refocus and yeah, yeah,
1: yep. And so whatever, so I've had clients who carry a little index card around in their pocket, a post-it note set on the, their, um, monitor of their computer. Um, Mm. of when they open their phone, it's the, they change the screen or the background on their phone so they can see it, whatever that piece is for you, but you need to keep it top of mind and right in your eyes. Um, also, when you're prioritizing, like we talked about goals and time invested money, you know, when you're prioritizing, what's closest to the money? Yeah. Most of my clients are business owners and that's all the time. I was like, all right, when you have a lot of things that seem to be top priority, what's closest to the money? Yeah. And bump that to the top of the top priority.
0: Because that frees up time in the long run. The more money you have, the more time you can buy. Exactly. <laughs>
1: exactly. Yes, exactly. And then finally, when we're in the awareness work evaluation stage, we want to make sure that we don't miss out on the evaluation stage. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that I find when we're evaluating, uh, that gets a little that you can look for is how long did you think it was going to take you to accomplish your priorities?
0: (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) You know, I, As a whole, I find my client's estimation skills are, um, uh, not, uh, real close to reality. (laughs) So, um, you know, that's a great place to evaluate at the end of the day or the end of the week, you know, how long did I think it was going to take me to do this and how long did it really, because then as you, those skills get better, you then are able to accomplish more each time because you've got a better idea of how long things are going to take. Um, So rule of thumb, for those of you who find that you continually underestimate how long things will take, take your best guess. Then if it's something you've done before and you've done it often and you have a pretty good idea that it's the right amount of time, multiply that by 1.5. So if you think it's an hour, give yourself 90 minutes. This is because um, Murphy's law and distractions and whatever is going to happen (laughs) <laughs> so go ahead and, and, you know, give yourself a little bit of buffer time.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: If it's something you have no idea, you are in the land of, I don't know what I don't know. So give yourself a bigger window. So I say multiply by three. So if you think it's going to take you 30 minutes, give yourself 90. Yeah. Uh, you know, one of my clients, and this would not be for Gabe, um, but for most people other than Gabe, one of my clients says, and if it's anything with tech, I say multiply by 10. (laughs) Now, Gabe is strong in tech, so he may not need that multiplier, but for many other people, you know, that tech can really be a huge time suck. So give yourself a really big window to accomplish anything that's going wrong with your computer or phone or anything else.
0: I would agree with that. Even <laughs> even knowing a lot about tech, tech takes a long time. Like it's just like that's why it costs a lot. <laughs> it's like, yeah. It takes forever. Like no matter what I'm doing, and I'm I know what I'm doing, but no matter what I'm doing, it's like it, something could come up, and I could spend an extra two hours on something not because I don't know what I'm doing, but just because it like things happen. It's just like,
1: exactly you know, it's supposed so, to work
0: like this and it does not
1: <laughs> Yeah. So put in the bigger multiplier. Yeah. So, you know, so when we talk priorities and you know, how do you prioritize during the day and um, how do you make sure that you do what you say you're going to do and you don't get sucked into that? Everything's a fire. Mm-hmm. Just go through awe, awareness, work and evaluation, awareness, what are my top priorities and what are honest to goodness fires and what are things that are just unexpected? Yeah. Um, you know, I just, I was, it was so awesome. I was doing a training, um, last week and we were on this topic and we defined an, their most common unexpected occurrence that they always would consider as a fire. Mm -hmm. And we just finished it. And it happened <laughs> right there. And I, and I recognized it. And, I mean, it was textbook and I recognized it right away. And I thought, what is going to happen right now? And you could see them all start to do. And then they stopped and they're like, this isn't a fire. This isn't a fire. We're going to yeah. follow the process. We just talked about <laughs> do this, do this. And I was like,
0: It's perfect timing. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. It's like once you, and then they looked at me and I was like, oh, if I was so good that I could have staged that, like, but (laughs) but I wasn't.
0: (laughs) I think the other thing that comes to mind with fires, and and I'm sure you dug into it more in, in a longer, you know, consulting session like that, is that. If and you say you work with a lot of business owners, and so do I. And I mean, that's I'm always here to help, you know, support entrepreneurs, which have a lot going on. I think that there's a big fallacy that's easy to fall into that your team can't handle it, and that the person that came to you can't handle it. Like I had somebody reach out to me, uh, like two days ago. They're like, I'm super stuck on this, and like I really need your help, and what whatever. And I and I'm like, I'm I'm very glad to help you. Here's a link to my calendar. I will give you 30 minutes of time to work on whatever you want. And then what's easy to do, because I think business owners want to help and serve people, which is absolutely what you should be doing. But it's easy to take that positive trait over the line and then be like, did that person book? Are they, can I help them? Or do they still need more help? Or start to like over, over manage the situation when we should treat everybody like adults and let them solve their own problems. Unless it's a real fire, like we talked about before.
1: (laughs) Right, right. Lots of money, you know, a lot of health. Right. Um, you know, and I think one of the great things about coaching is that we come to the table already believing that our clients are naturally creative, resourceful, and whole. Yeah. Meaning to take that out of coaching language, which no one other than coaches gets that, um, <laughs> it means that we, ha- we have the answers. Right. Sometimes we just need a little guidance on helping to see the path. Um, right. Because there's so much other stuff cluttering it, but the answers are there. So, when you're working with employees and they say, I'm not sure what to do or I'm stuck, you know, one of the first things I say, you know, go back and say, okay, well, no problem. Go ahead and let me, you know, go ahead, outline for me what you've tried. Right. Because many times it's nothing.
0: <laughs> of course you're stuck. <laughs> yeah.
1: You know, you're stuck. Like, and even, you know, and I'll even say, like, even if it's wrong, mm. try something. Because when you're in the action mode, other things are going to start making connections and you can move forward. Um, When this comes to fires and prioritizing, not a fire, it's unexpected. And you put it in its structure, whatever that structure may be. You know, Mm -hmm. the place where I was training, they they created a process right there on the spot. When this happens, this person will do this, which will then lead to this. And they had it right there. Mm -hmm. You know, your process is, when a team member comes and says, I need something, I'm not going to drop everything I'm doing. I'm going to say schedule yeah, and then we'll go from there.
0: Yeah, definitely. No, that's super helpful. I think, I think thinking it through talking it through and then like you said, writing out a process will get you to the point where you at least can identify what you're actually doing yes. instead of just running around. and, well, <laughs> trying and to even, do things.
1: even if you only solve it half the time. Yeah. You're 50% ahead of where you were before.
0: Yeah. Absolutely.
1: Awesome. All right. Yay us. And so next time we are talking about shiny objects. What happens when you want to do everything and there's only 168 hours in the week. (laughs) What do you do about that? Um, And I got a couple concrete strategies there too that will really help for those people who find themselves filling their days um, with a lot of stuff when they don't necessarily that's not necessarily their best plan.
0: All right, fantastic. Well, I'm looking forward to it. Thank you so much, Lisa. We will see you on the next episode. Right.
1: Sounds good. Thanks.
0: You've been listening to Today's Business Leaders with Gabe Arnold. Remember to subscribe on iTunes. For more information, visit today'sbusinessleaders.com.